Welcome to day two of our soap challenge. Today we're going to dive into John 3, so continuing in the Gospel of John. And we're going to meet some people today. We're going to meet Nicodemus, a Pharisee. A Pharisees were the Jewish religious leaders of the time. And there's a theme that you will find as you read through the Gospels of this opposition of the Pharisees and another sect called the Sadducees um, who were holding on to tradition and had a very clear picture of what they thought the Messiah was going to be like. And Jesus kind of turned their ideas about religion upside down. But Nicodemus is coming to him because he was recognizing there's something here and I need to figure out what that is. And he calls him rabbi, which is a name that Jews used for religious teachers. But Jesus, as we know, John is making very clear, Jesus is not just a teacher. He is the son of God. He is the Christ. He is the one who will save us. And so Jesus unpacks this for Nicodemus by using these beautiful images of being born again and um, then this conversation that leads us into perhaps one of the most popular and well-known verses of scripture that you find even in football stadiums being held up, John 3:16. but you get to catch the context here um, that's really beautiful. And then we hear John the Baptist emphasize once again, Jesus is the Son of God, the Messiah, and this is who I have been living for. So let's begin with prayer and ask the Lord to open the eyes of our heart to what he has to say to us through this passage today. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. God, as we look at this scripture, I just want to lean into those action words in Psalm 25. Would you show us, would you teach us and guide us? God, you are our great hope. And so as we look in here and we unpack and discover more of who you are and how you work and the gifts that we receive through Jesus Christ, would you open our hearts to understand your teaching today? In Jesus' name, amen. So go ahead and hit the pause button here. Take a moment and slowly read through passage of John chapter 3. Remembering, as you do, to be asking the Holy Spirit, show me where I need to land. What word, what phrase, what verse do I need to hold on to out of this entire passage as I read? And then come back and we'll talk about writing out the verse. So it is time for you to take that verse that popped off the page and write it down in your journal. And I want to talk a little bit about slow writing of scripture and how journaling really does contribute to our ability to sink deeply into God's words. So one of the things that I discipline myself to do when I am doing the soap note method is when it comes time to copying scripture, I slow myself way down and think about each word as I place it on the page, perhaps even circle or reemphasize the words that are really resonating with me. And in a way, this almost becomes an, an act of prayer and of connection with God, of inviting him even into the process as you are putting his words on paper. You're asking him to put his word in your heart. So enjoy the time of slowing down 
and copying that verse onto paper. And then we'll talk about observation. So yesterday we talked about how there really are just two key questions you can ask yourself in observation to simplify the process in a way that is very concrete at the same time. What is it that I'm learning about God? What is it that I am learning about me or about the people that are in the passage or the scripture, the very specific verse that I've copied down? And so you can begin there. And what I love to look for are, and this is where my little, I'm a little bit of a grammar nerd, I will confess. I love to look for, first of all, action. So if the verse that I have written down has an action word in it, I want to think about that word. What is that action? Who's doing that action? Why is that action being performed? And then I look at um, if it's Jesus' words, if it's him speaking, then I look at that and I think and try and picture him saying those very words. And how would he be saying it? Why is he saying those things? What would he say? How would he say those words to me? Who is it he's saying them to? Um, so those are some things to think about as you write down your observations today. Perhaps think about the nouns, the verbs, and the adjectives of the particular verse that you copied down and see what God has to share with you in that place. Then come back and we'll talk about application. One of the things we talk about often at The Pursuit is that Following after Jesus is truly about heart transformation, not just behavior modification. And so when we look at application, it can be uh, really easy to just say, I need to stop doing this and I need to start doing that. And those are true things. Oftentimes in our lives, there are very concrete moments where we can say, yep, this behavior needs to change or this belief needs to change and I need to shift gears in the way that I uh, think or act. Um, but heart transformation is where all of those behaviors come from. And so we see Jesus in this passage, in this particular chapter, being very personal in his approach, very directly personal with the person that he's speaking with and talking with. And, and I think that's something for us to remember. He is coming to us where we are at, just as he came to Nicodemus um, where Nicodemus was at and has something very personal. So as you lean into application, be listening to the Lord and ask him, what's the one thing you want me to hold on to and carry into my day? And how can I let that transform the way I think and the way I believe before I even say, this is what I want to change in my behavior. Enjoy this time of application and we'll talk about prayer next. Again, because we are getting into God's word to develop a relationship with him, because we want to know and understand him more and be transformed by him, prayer is a beautiful piece of the puzzle. This is where you can come to him with your questions, with your aha moments, with your understanding and new perspective from the time that you spent in scripture and know that he delights in hearing your response to him. Even if that response is maybe a little bit raw, perhaps full of doubt or fear or confusion or frustration, he invites all of it. He says, come to me, come to me, and I will give you rest. 
and he loves, loves, loves to have a conversation with you. So as you enter into time of prayer, remember, we do not have to put ourselves together. We don't have to come up with flowery words. We can just be honest with God like we would be with a very close friend and perhaps even more honest than we would dare to be with a close friend and know that the invitation is there for you to come near. Enjoy your time of prayer and we'll wrap up together. So let's close in prayer together. Heavenly Father, I just praise you for your word. It is rich, it is beautiful, and it reveals who you are. And God, that is what we need in this life. We need to have that perspective that comes from your word that reminds us that you are going to give us eternal life, that you did not come into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Jesus Christ, that we can have that confidence that we, when we turn to the light, when we trust you, we get to experience eternal life. What a gift. And we are so grateful. And God, I love what John said, that you are the one who gives the Holy Spirit without limit. And that's what we're asking for, because we know that it is through the power of your Holy Spirit that we are transformed, that we are changed, and that we gain understanding. So I'm just asking for the person who is praying along with me in this moment, would you pour your Holy Spirit out on them without limit? Would you give them a deep understanding of the way that you are delighting in the fact that they are chasing after you at this moment? Would you show them where you are in the journey with them? And give them the peace and the strength and the capacity to trust you a little bit more today as they apply the truth of your word in their life and as they wait on you to care for them in the concerns that they are holding on to today. Thank you that we can trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>